I don't know whose child mother is carrying, but it is not baby Jesus. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Raised by Wolves. This is the penultimate episode, Umbilical, was written by James Hawes, who worked on Doctor Who, directed by Aaron Guzowski, a Guzikowski, Guzikowski. I think I got it right on the last try. (laughs) But he is the executive producer of this show with Ridley Scott and a few others. And he was the name I was looking for last week. So I wanted to give him particular notice. This episode premiered September 24th of 2020. And I gave it an 8.2 out of 10. It looks like we're starting to get some information. Although it is still a lot of convoluted scenes. And I think that it's going to be leading up to some pretty hardcore badass ending to this season. I just wish it would have, I don't know, incorporated a little bit more nuggets throughout the season. I mean, there's foreplay and then there's blue balls. And I think that they did not well proportion out to the audience some of the goodies and treats it was kind of sprawled all over the place and I could see trying to just reacclimate to this or acclimate I should say not reacclimate to this world uh, to the world building that you may have and I sure as hell did miss some of the earlier clues that they were leading to and I'm going to just say it right now whatever mother is about to birth that thing is going to be probably a snake or a relative of the creature whose huge ancestral bones we see scattered all over this damn place and the only thing i have connecting that theory is the fact that they've shown him multiple times particularly in the latter part of these episodes but also the fact that we have some type of flashback that we will get to that indicates something is not great with the fact that these people found these scriptures and started making machines that happen to transport back probably a long time ago since we have extinct bones on the surface of the planet just a lot going on too much going on and very very little exposition wise and i will say that is where they definitely need to do better in season two so much needs to be put in between (laughs) some of these scenes i mean the concepts are great we just need to fill in the story because this is all very fascinating it just is coming in at the at the twilight hour where you're just like okay i'm gonna end this unsatisfied and thank god you have a season two because otherwise it could probably derail your entire series if you have an ending that doesn't satisfy to the point where you didn't think it was going to get a season two or there was no indication 
I think there should always be a type of wrap up, but I could also be speaking out of my ass right now because I haven't seen the finale and they could end up uh, putting all the pieces together rather quickly and it ties up like a neat little bow and I will eat my words and be happy for it because that's what I'm hoping to happen. I don't want to be right or give in to my cynical side of thinking, but I have reason I would say this show has given me reason to doubt and one of the biggest challenges I still I think mentioned last episode was the the close development between these children and then I had to recall a little bit that some of these kids with the exception of Campion have been in a simulation with each other for 13 years so it shouldn't be so out of the blue that their relationship really only needed to be cemented further with Campion more so than it needed to be cemented between all of them although it does feel as if Hunter is the odd man out and that makes sense because you have these three girls and then this one male and then Paul himself but he's he's a he's a precious precious boy but is probably now irreparably damaged (laughs) So let's go ahead and jump into the recap. Tempest is on the hunt for food and mother, but instead runs into her rapist, Ortho, who's still calling out soul. Hello? Is it me you're looking for? I must applaud her for finding herself a weapon. She's like, oh no, I'm not going to be walking in these streets by myself unarmed. (laughs) I will make do it has a pointy end it will it will work for me and i wonder and i wish they would have shown if she had hunted one of those creatures to eat that just would have been a cool way to show her adapting to the environment but she wants to make ortho suffer because he is still attached to his jail or prison as they call it but before she can enact some type of revenge mother comes to the scene and she says tempest no he was not intimidated talking to tempest but as soon as he saw mother he bolted like a damn sprinter (laughs) but she catches up to him she's got a leash and a hose she couldn't prepare she came prepared she was probably watching him for a minute on second thought maybe not because she does react with the quickness so she might have assessed the situation and 0.3 seconds is like nah that's mine (laughs) (laughs) this is the perfect opportunity i don't even have to feel bad because he's marked for death awesome way to utilize this character and to still show mother in an empathetic light considering we know she killed a whole bunch of children (laughs) she is all business though asking questions of the prison about the parameters and tempest is like look i want to kill him she says I understand that, Tempest. (laughs) Then toss her weapon with so much disrespect. I cannot praise Amanda Collins enough. She 
really incorporates the android side of it but then she just has these emotions that she doesn't even know she's giving and the way she just plays it is brilliant because she's like i know that you want to kill him duh i get why you want to kill him but clearly i'm making use of him in a different way like i need you to follow like why why are you acting like i don't know what the situation is sidebar tempest does not look four months pregnant because she mentions that every time she feels the baby move inside of her i'm like you do not look as if you are what is it i thought it was four months when you feel the first um um you know movement but maybe it's three months (laughs) it's still neither is what she looks then we go to this motherfucker laying in the dirt talking to soul for direction and guidance to go after his son his son he going around talking about this is his son at the burnt out church hunter is in the hut complaining to father about how they left him behind after everything he did for them wrong 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 you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong marcus takes his anger out on father's tapping finger because he can't take it no more and very casually just lops it off and hunter was holding the thing like i cannot believe you just did that like he was so damn hurt in that moment like but it was also shocked like how could you possibly be so cruel and it's an understanding he would have never gotten if he hadn't been put in the position and this is why i'm not bothered by this storyline I'm even happy that he got a little payback in the end and <laughs> got his arm burned like, yeah, it hurts, don't it? <laughs> it needed to hurt. You needed to feel the pain of the betrayal because that's how father felt when you was like, he right over there. So I thought they handled his arc a- a better than particularly the other ones. I mean, I-, I think they did a good job with Tempest and Mother the little girl and and holly and paul those are the ones i really struggle with the most in their relationship to mother and father but paul and we find out this episode just might be a puppet you know what no i take that back i am going to talk out of the other side of my mouth once again and realize yeah paul got saved by mother holly was like well i like them and vita's like i'm a little girl and these are the people i feel the safest with since i got here so no i i actually take that back there is a close bond between or at least enough of a bond to oversee the fact that hey um she kidnapped me and killed my parents but apparently none of them missed their parents so there's that because hunter mentioned he had a daddy clearly they were not close because <laughs> he is latched on to father as his father when he said father i was like who the fuck is that like what was that voice that was a voice i hadn't heard all season i'm getting all off track and off topic to where i was but it is tying in with hunter still because he says i need you to get the lander together with supplies 
and he goes out and helps father do this but there's also a notice of two things with hunter i thought were subtly done in this scene was one he was talking to father no one else was around he needs someone to talk to and the only person that can relate to him right now is father even though he's not there he still wants him to be there he's pretending as if he's there so there there was uh, unintended attachment but also he says they're gonna die out there you know there's a concern despite the fact that he's an asshole he cares enough to say the words you know they, they're ne- they may not be okay you know he didn't say it in a malicious way he said it in a you know what were they thinking going out there by themselves like i i could help them i would help them and he feels um very let down by the fact that they did not tell him or include him despite the fact that they had a rift in how they felt when when shit went down but hey that's snitches get stitches and we can't trust you no more until you you do something to prove your worth back to the group which he did i gotta give him that he did hunter also finally figures out because father's what something popped up and he says oh that probably happened when your finger came off and then he realizes holy shit i can reverse or revert back the old programming i need a password and this entire time in morris code he has been typing or tapping out the password soul is the light and i thought that was uh very apropos very insight into marcus that even when he was at the camp for the first time he was very much on the side of soul so much so that he made it it's his password and we know passwords are usually things that are personal to you so another thing in hunter's favor is when he said when he wanted to go along because once he, he and father are happy like i said i will never get over that father i was like <laughs> you know black card just really uh started to disintegrate just a touch just a touch because i was like who is that voice it's coming out of me <laughs> i don't know why that tickled the shit out of me but it did for five minutes i rewound it i did but uh he's happy to see him and he's like look just keep pretending and see if you can go on the trip with them make them take you on the trip basically and that's when he tells marcus that i can help you find them they're like family and i think he really means that in a way because we all know family members we got the ones that we just can't stand like just really ooh. every time you see them you're just like you such a fucking asshole but i but you family <laughs> i know i do so i get it i thought that was a, a little apropos because you have to think back in the day when these hunter and gatherer tribes were together where survival meant they needed each other literally because not only that you have to ingratiate yourself in the group so much so that they will take care of you when you are no longer able to take care of yourself that's how a family and a tribe really works despite your arguments despite your you know issues with each other there's a love there there's a connection there um and so i i think that them building this type of connection between the children is nice i just wanted more of it 
Marcus announces that they are going to the temple because so we'll talk to him there. Question, wasn't there like two or maybe three other high priests or priestesses? At least one female that was supposed to be the one in charge. I think that he just took all the military people though. The regular uh, bishops or whatever you want to call them are still there. I think there was only three of them uh, in total, maybe five. So yeah, I think at the end when we saw those soldiers walk away, they probably still live in there. Like they, they gonna make that day home because it's probably the most secure place <laughs> and the most well put together one. They have beds, it's, it's built. They're gonna definitely make that place their home. What Marcus does, God only knows. And we ain't even to episode 10 yet. So Mary and the kids are sleeping outdoors. Paul tells Campion when he finds Mouse that Soul brought him back to him. Campion says, oh wait, he also says, well, you don't have to doubt Soul anymore. Now it's proven he's real. And he's like, oh, I ain't doubting something's happening mystic around here. My sister fell down a pit as well. And she came to me in the Silas and she was what do you call that evil so yeah i can believe there's some shit going on however i'm gonna let you know right now that's the devil <laughs> and this kind of plays into what i was talking to last episode why do everybody think the voices are the voices of god and not the voices of the devil if you believe in one then the other exists so they then move out Marcus and the crew then land, get to the temple, and he is obsessing about a child that's not his. Like, how can he not trust? Does he not trust me? Does he not love me? He don't know you, sir. Mary and the kids search through the wreckage for things that they need. And <laughs> I literally wrote her name down as a girl that I always have a hard time remembering her name. They said it later in the episode, so I know it's Holly. I don't know why I have a hard time. Maybe because she doesn't look like a Holly? I, I don't know. Is that racist? Probably. In some way or shape, form. But she don't look like a Holly. Um, Holly finds a tooth. And she says, This is a very important artifact of our culture from Earth. And I love the way Vita said, A tooth? Like, no, this is Sabretooth's tie. I don't know. It's some fantasy story that she made up. And uh, yeah, it was Romulus. That's what it was. And I was like, okay, sure. Because you was there and you believe because they told you so. Man, faith is a powerful fucking thing. And I love the fact that Mary is kind of like, look, I think that's bullshit. But I don't care if you want to hold on to that. But I also need you to find things that we can actually use because that's what we're going to need to survive <laughs> not just the culture we also need to survive the species on this planet we seem to be it she ain't about that life of trying to go against the other side she's not fighting them anymore it's not even about that it's about learning to be tolerant with each other so that we both can have good lives growing up and that our children are not child soldiers and i think it is very poignant that it is a child soldier soldier leading these children out into the world and she is of a different faith than most of them and yet can still relate and want to protect them that's just what a human being does 
and that's why i really like mary because she's a human being that's probably why i remember her name more and have started calling her mary as she is and caleb marcus because he is marcus i don't know who caleb was all i know is the person that caleb transformed into and that was uh marcus and that's probably from a part a huge part of caleb that he embraced and shed at the same time the boys spot blood and they decide to follow that blood trail and i was like reunion coming soon tempest is like hold up so how the hell did you get pregnant from a senpai because i didn't know you can get pregnant from a senpai (laughs) she says also you sound religious because she said my creator did this nope I love how this ties in with Mary's story a little bit later of how you get something that happens to you that's so miraculous that you think it's a divine inner uh, intervention or a divine person. You want to, you know, illuminate what you think is your creator for the things that happen on earth and may have nothing to do with your creator. I just love the... the symmetry in which they are pulling between a lot of the characters like i said i would have given this episode a lot more points if it didn't feel as if it was a little out of left field (laughs) with a lot of the things like there's a guy running around and we got like one glimpse of him before so much so that i forgot until he came back in this episode and i was like well what you been doing and that to me is kind of kind of takes a drawback from being fully invested in what is actually happening on screen it just like oh okay so now we got this here now we got that there it's rather convenient that's the word i was looking for does it feel as if it unfolded naturally Tempest thinks that she is now ready to abandon her because she has other priorities being her own child and not the child she kidnapped and adopted. But she explains that she was protecting her and Tempest finally comprehends that mother was worried about her very unpredictable programming and that it would harm her in its need to feed the fetus. And I was like, oh mother, she wants to believe (laughs) this is divine so much that she's so fervently only allowing that to be her truth but it's clear it disturbs her greatly that the thing that she has known all of her life has now been turned upside down and it seems to be going in a different direction she did not pretend nor is she as uh invested in as she feels the need to be there for her other children she tells them that they are going somewhere when she asks tempest that is where they can deliver the baby safest ortho tries to convince tempest she's mad the necromancer that is but tempest trusts mother they spot metal and someone has placed these cards recently (laughs) recently because she would have noticed flying over the planet in the last week and is also that person watching them 
Tempest is able to shed some light on a few things. One being, she says, this looks like mother and father when she sees one card with a whole bunch of beans on it, it would seem. And then there's one that also represents a soul victus. So the religion definitely plays a role in the planet's origin stories. So much more to learn about there, I am sure. And then she says they remind her of old tarot cards on Earth. And then Ortho says that we used to kill people who did that because they were uh, used by devil cults. And I was like, oh, the irony. <laughs> and I was like, um, what is this stuff? Uh, I didn't get that it was something that, of course, an android would be able to read because I, I didn't get it whatsoever someone is approaching so she hides herself and tempest and i don't know why it was funny because ortho was standing there and i don't care if he gets harmed but when she says ortho hide yourself <laughs> and he scatters away i just could not stop laughing because her deliveries were just really great in this episode and it's only the family poised for a very sweet reunion between Campion and Mother and how the small ones ran to Tempest was equally precious uh, as they're like, Tempest! And then the other one's like, Mother! So Tempest is, has become the second mother figure in this group and the fact that they also want to protect her and her baby. I just think that's really, I don't know, just sweet as all hell but you know who doesn't think this reunion is sweet mary because she's like you're a fucking necromancer and i know what i've seen and heard on earth <laughs> and um she puts a gun to her but eventually when the kids protect her she steps away from them and she reveals because campion's like mother what is wrong with your stomach <laughs> She said, would you like to say hello to number seven? Um, and then Campion started putting the pieces together. Then he said, did father help you make it? I was done. I was so done. He is so <laughs> impertinent, but he really was like, where's the answers to this equation? Cause I don't get it. He said, no, you had an embryo. Uh-uh. Nope. Um, so <laughs> you, it's a virus. Nope. It's not a virus. Uh, you and father made it together. Nope not like humans did so how the fuck did this happen by myself that's not possible explain it i can't i can't explain it at all so i do also love the fact that we have a character named mary and then you have the virgin mary which is what mother is representing since she has been um magically inseminated that's not the right word but it's the one that came to mind right now <laughs> I love the fact that the kids were protecting mother again when she's like, um, you know, what are you doing with that guy over there? Especially when she sees the rapist. She's like, come on now. I got a necromancer and a fucking rapist. She's like, uh, what are you doing to him? Cause he's all coughing like he's in like, cause she is taking his blood. 
and she just with a gun she doesn't want to put it down but she's like this keeps getting more and more ridiculous that i have no choice to but to drop this damn weapon because she's like are you feeding off of him no my fetuses what the fuck that's when she asked campion talking about do you want to say hello to the baby and vita was like hi baby and then campion said hello and all of a sudden mother wasn't well <laughs> she gonna say due to stress i know campion had to been like oh come on now that's a rude rude thing for you to do i laughed out loud they just had a lot of funny moments in this episode when paul was like mother you have to help her and she's like i'm a medic not a mechanic but they help her inside a rather convenient cave marcus is being discussed by the group of soldiers because he is just praying to the temple but ain't nobody home answering his calls they think that they should just punish his wife because she should be made an example of the one dude's like we still throw her down the pit because that's how we treat metheric women who don't know their place but Saul have left Marcus and he decides to take his anger out on Hunter who he thinks is possibly hiding some information because you was close with them how did they not give you any indication where they was going the way he was terrified when he was being dragged right like no you're eminence yes I'm telling you the truth I swear to god again I did not feel any empathy because <laughs> that this is what you had coming to you sir and you got it off and you got really off easy but he did feel pain apparently when he put his hand in there because we could hear him clearly screaming as if he is in pain however when he pulls his hand out he is not marred at all so everyone thinks that soul hath shielded him and guarded him and i'm like really y'all ain't gonna try to do no science not even a little bit like it's okay to believe in religion but that don't mean that you gotta um i mean you still did you follow did you not get on a spaceship to get here did you not build these computers following uh, uh programs so yeah you know science exists so how about we use it just uh just just a uh, a uh, very clear hypocrisy they don't seem to understand then again that's what zealots do marcus gonna fall in a fetal position because that's all he can do i'm ready for you now brad isn't it obvious i'm so ready campion checks on mother before being sent to bed and i like how this scene played out right because you know mother gotta be feeling a certain way for the fact that this other woman who's not even a mother rescued her children so she's kind of got a bit of an attitude a little abrasive i mean that's just her in general but she also had a really bad experience with her husband so there's that um <laughs> but you know campion checks on her he sent off the bed they start to or she starts to ask do they know about you did you tell him the truth that you're not really his mother and then he's she's like well he can't know because it would destroy him and then she kind of thinks about it for a minute and says well we're kind of alike and she's like don't flatter yourself 
<laughs> and then she said well fine i'll keep your secret um but then gives her a backhanded compliment saying you get you will make a successful mother even if you don't have the programming for it and i was like damn she was coming for your for your kitchens ma'am she's like no you ain't i was trying to be nice to you huff ass trying to say hey as atheists we are fellow atheists hello i get i was made by the metheric but we have the same religion we're a lot more practical <laughs> but she of course can't allow another mother to be like um i raise your children better than you like that she got real territorial real quick i love the way she got up in her ear like no because she tried to play it off like oh um the thing in your thing is growing she started talking she's like no 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 bitch let's not play games <laughs> hunter and father rather easily escape in the lander with the supplies and marcus is looking at dorian like you had one job mother looks at the cards and is able to scan one and it looks like the one that was her and father the card she sees a group of people in black robes surrounded by a pyramid thing kind of like the giant pyramid shape and then you see what a piece of tech or something in the pyramid i can't tell but it has white goo and it comes out and so i'm guessing it's an android in there i don't know it's creepy it's weird and before i can even process it or mother ortho done reversed the blood flow and is now taking blood away from her fetus and is able to knock mother out and says now your powers are mine so oh my gosh i guess if you if you get a blood draw from her you can inherit her, her powers that's a little weird and odd but this also kind of proves my other point that mother never really quite needed her eyes to be able i don't know if that's true or not but i wonder if it's in your blood then what what's up with the eyeball i don't because you could tell ortho not only did he look superhuman before but he had some type of superhuman strength of course pervert the first thing he does is go for tempest who is able to stab him but despite that in bullets and campion being knocked to the ground trying to defend her as well he drags her away holly leans on her faith for strength to intervene saying you're the reason why she lost faith and you should take me she's impure da 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 that's the one who made her impure but it didn't matter it was the distraction she needed to get the prison far enough away from the prisoner so that his head would gloriously gloriously crush and explode and then father arrives because he had plotted a course for what he believed which was true was mother's vital signs marcus oh by that point time mother is able to get her way outside and falls down um <laughs> poor thing but i also appreciated the fact that the kids saved themselves that's something like i said with it would have been nice to see tempest kill an animal something to show that they are getting self-sufficient which is something that they have been aiming towards and not um beholden or not beholden but you know what i mean not uh not needing to be parented by mother and father provided for 
and then father is uh like hey i'm here it's me she's like is this a memory no this is not a memory i'm really here and then i love the fact that everyone's like prove it's you because it has to be you but she's overjoyed when she realizes his programming has been reversed uh then they take her back into the uh the facility but before we get back with the crew marcus's own uh crew is done with him chasing his wife particularly dorian who thinks that the situation uh is not tangible for them so hath abandoned them then marcus comes and slits his throat and then he gonna pretend that it was a damn sacrifice and not because he was talking shit saying oh i did it for you so so that you can go ahead and talk to me maybe he also did think it would be a sacrifice but i feel like it was a two-fold act lucius at that moment looked a thousand percent done i'm gonna kill you not today not tomorrow but i'm gonna kill you the parents then check on their baby boy and i thought it was also very sweet when campion opened his eyes and he's like father prove it's you and all he has to do is say knock knock and he is so happy to see him because he says twice now you left me father never again you need to promise and i concur father we need you then reality sets in because she's like oh this is a happy reunion and then she recalls oh my god my baby might be dead and crawls away because also father don't know i'm pregnant (laughs) and then he goes what's wrong with her and then campion who can't hold water she's pregnant like boo it's real it's carbon based it cannot be drained and he's like okay i'm gonna find a creature for you because apparently you need blood and hunter's like i'm gonna come along and i'm like well they all could use some food so this is probably a great idea (laughs) mary begins to give her some of her blood for the baby until father can find something else and wonders and i should say mother wonders why she is doing that because i am not a friend or family and she says remember when you asked me about why would i lie to paul like that or something to that effect and i love that she threw her words back at her like oh something like androids don't have the capacity for empathy or some shit and she smiles because she's like okay touche i got you um and admits that she can't have kids due to a bad miscarriage and i'm love the fact that mother appreciated how much that would hurt because she's been at that moment in her own life like she loves her children but that there is something about a part of her that wants to actually be the creator to give birth and that's a deep-seated desire that is almost a sin so to speak if we're going with the biblical references that they're clearly throwing out left and right and so she indulges in that sin and what it brings forth we shall see but in this case um 
she goes married to say i don't believe in soul but i can get why people would give thanks to a higher power for such a divine gift when she realized paul came into her life it was like something that was you didn't know was missing uh is there now it's yours and you can't believe you've been so lucky to have been a mother to this person and she's so humbled by it as well and i love the fact that she's like yeah i don't believe in soul but i get it paul is being tempted to the dark side because he is hearing voices himself because that's why soul is not talking to markets anymore he got himself a new um (laughs) disciple and he goes outside and destroys the tarot cards in the fire it's getting hot in here so take up all your clothes i am getting so hot remember when i said a couple of episodes back i thought that paul was talking to mouse and i was like "Mm, why that that even like i must have just seen something that gave me that indication but clearly it must have been a cutting room error or some shit i think he really is talking to mouse man the way in which you know his dead sister appeared to him mouse is appearing to paul and speaking to him and he think it's fucking soul (sighs) happy is then told that soul put the baby inside of mother and this is for some reason a secret that he needs to tell campion and that it is not evil and that the baby will change everything and i was like oh man Paul is going to turn evil. think me and Mimi were both thinking it was going to be Marcus but I think the prophet now is definitely Paul because he has drunk the Kool-Aid and he is even trying to get other disciples recruited and I'm telling you uh once the secret comes out that they killed his parents he's all the way to the dark side he is open for manipulation he has been building the city the whole time there's some etheric that needs a leader and they already believe that he's special i'm telling you right now i think it was what it was supposed to be and we was like oh maybe it's something else but now i think in this episode it firmly put me in the camp that paul is the disciple he is the prophet that will be soul's probably greatest ally and maybe his friendship with Campion saves him in the end because Campion is fully on the side of, I will deal with you, but I'm atheist. I'm not down with this soul shit whatsoever. And I feel like it's evil already. Lucius figures out that Marcus is full of shit. He ain't who he says he is because he says that an impure person would never be prayed for. That's not something we do. Y'all should have been picked up on this. Marcus is like, I don't even give a shit anymore. It doesn't matter who I was. Y'all is fake ass soul people. I'm the real deal. I led you to the light. And he chose me to be king before Lucius says, oh, is that right? He better protect your ass right now and attacks him 
and then makes him swallow mother's eyes. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. That is how we ended the episode. Considering what we saw with Ortho in this episode, I'm going to be really, really, really shitty if Marcus gets some powers. I don't want it. I don't need it. Let's head over to the feedback. Before we dive in, you can send feedback two ways via audio or written format under 10 minutes for the audio to blackgirlcouch at gmail.com. Looks like we got one piece tonight. Let's hear what Shy has to say. Hey, Christina, it's me, Shy. Um, I'm here to talk about Raised by Wolves. I believe it's episode nine. Um, you would think that I would have written that down or try to remember <laughs> before i started recording but i didn't so whatever one we're doing this week um again i think it's nine um i thought this was a good episode um it was definitely a lot going on in different little pockets of you know groups of um activity um I will say thank you for mentioning um, the thing about Tempest um, from last in your last podcast because I forgot to mention that because I was like, how the hell did Tempest make it to that? Um, I think it was a ship, you know, portion of the ruined ship without any issues because yeah, the last time when they ventured out as a group, they made it seem like it was so such a you know hazardous endeavor that they didn't even make it far and they needed you know mother and father's help and um to get back so yeah and but for some reason tempest can you know roam around no problem so that's what i would say about this show that has been really um inconsistent or i might i mean at least for me um and maybe you can explain it but it's just like the the whole the planet is just so it's hard to understand like one minute it seemed like it's summertime weather then it's fall weather then it's winter i mean it's just all over the place and then those creatures you know you can't even you know go five feet without those creatures being around and then next thing you know but tempest can apparently you know roam the planet you know for miles and not even encounter one of those things so yeah it's kind of, it's, it's just it's hard to know what's what with this planet and then there's that one person i guess it's a person that was that was they had encountered that has set all those traps in the cave i'm like whatever happened to that person or thing or whatever um uh he or whatever ran off and then that was the last we seen of him so i'm curious as to what happened to that person or thing so yes yeah, you know, there's definitely still some unanswered questions but yeah this planet has just been so all over the place when it comes to you know anything so it's hard to know um what to expect which is maybe that's part of the, the that's the idea behind it just to it's so unpredictable um glad to see that father's back yeah 
so that Morse code that he was doing was the passcode. So that came back um, and that paid off in this episode, um, which I would like to think somewhere inside, you know, father was trying to relay a message and Hunter was able to decipher what it all meant. Um, Yeah, he really did miss father. So uh, they did strike a bond. Um, which I thought was nice. So Marcus, um, yeah, he's definitely uh, had a psychotic break or as you refer to it as neural dissonance, um, Christina. But he, it, it's, uh, <laughs> it, yeah, there, he's, to a, he's to a point of no return um in this episode he's all in with his soul and well his version of soul and being the god and being the chosen one so full of himself so that was um yeah the the, he was definitely had the big head in this one and you know they finally you know of course it took him you know completely losing it for them to go wait a second maybe this guy isn't all there maybe we should start questioning some things but at that point you know how many is left i mean oh no they there are still some back at the camp so they were just out um trying to find the group paul and suing them so but yeah that was um so they finally turned on him and I don't think he's dead. I mean, they try to make it seem like he's dead, but I, I think I don't think it was that. It's gonna be that simple to get rid of Marcus, because if that was him dying, that was very underwhelming. So I'm hoping that a little bit after everything we've been through with him and all this, you know, developing him the way they did for it to end like that, seemed kind of eh. So <laughs> I'm hoping that's not. You know, I don't think it is. So that's what I'm going with. That, you know, they want us to believe that he died, but he didn't. Um, and then we have the, you know, mother and the um, and her fetus. Well, I'm sorry. Um, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. I don't even know if. I don't remember what your um, response was, Christina, but that's definitely not a human. (laughs) And that's, I mean, whatever creature or entity is on that planet, I believe she got pregnant by that because that thing is craving blood, plasma. And so that's not normal. And I'm kind of wondering why no one's asking more questions about why an android is pregnant. (laughs) and you know how was she able to get pregnant and like who would be the father of the baby you know so I'm like yeah I'm just surprised that you know you know no one's a little bit more you know because there's like they obviously they know that an android shouldn't get pregnant and so the fact that she has something growing inside her and no one's wondering why or what 
could be going on. Um, it's very interesting, to say the least. I don't know. With them mentioning, this is like, what, the second episode in a row? Was it last episode or the one before that? Uh, whichever. When Mother is talking to, this time Mother's talking to Sue slash Mary about knowing her identity. And so I just have a feeling that the truth is going to come out soon about Paul because I don't know, just keep talking about it. And so there must be a reason for that. Um, so, and I do agree with you, um, Christina, um, there's going to be hell to pay when he does find out. I don't know exactly in what form that'll take shape, you know, (laughs) but um he is not gonna be okay with it um so yeah that'd be interesting yeah and i found it um paul and campion's conversation about soul and soul being evil um they've been um delving into that a little bit more in this one you know because you know campion is saying you know Tally went down that pit and since then he's been seeing an evil version of Tally and then of course we got this rat or mouse sorry um that went down the hole so and now we got Paul hearing the voices luring him to so I I don't know I just you know that part is still it's like that it has the planet this entity on this planet has an agenda and I'm wondering if the entity is going to be the one to reveal to Paul about what really happened to his parents because it seems like whatever this entity is it's running the show and it's putting you know it's reaching out to whoever it wants needs to reach out to to get things set things in motion so yeah, I could be wrong because, you know, it's still kind of, I'm still kind of fuzzy on exactly all that's happening. That's just my take on it. Um, so it'll be interesting to hear you and Mimi's take um, to see um, if I'm way off base or, you know, there's some, you know, we're thinking along similar lines when it comes to that. But yeah, that's, um, I think that's all I have for this one. Um yeah i'll just leave it at that so until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was shy with her thoughts on the episode it looks like we're pretty aligned i wrote down some notes uh just to let you know mimi will not be joining us tonight because she is working and her weekend threw her off i get it i know how that is That's usually what happens on my weekends, so I can relate. But hopefully we will have her back for the finale if she hasn't um, already jumped ship. I think she's invested to the end. I don't think she's in the same mindset as she has been with Doom Patrol. (laughs) So um, I like what you said about the planet. I think that's true. There's just an unknown amount of stakes in the game. So it's kind of hard to judge you know how much we're supposed to feel about the characters being in danger when you try to introduce stakes but then you don't show those stakes consistently you know you don't really know the distance either 
like there's no clear direction with this planet and i understand they just got there but mother and father have lived there for at least 10 to 12 years for campion's lifespan so i expected a lot more of them to have some direction and to start expositioning that to the audience the only thing they've said is we can go to the tropical zone where's that is that a day drive is that a place you can get to by walking i don't know because they never introduced it i think that comes in with a lot of my criticism that i was talking about in the earlier part of the podcast father uh was definitely communicating with that finger the entire time um i don't think that he was trying to he definitely was trying to get it across morris code this is the password he used that finger that same hole to um save mother so that she was able to climb up so he has been there the entire time he's just been uh smally or very smally confined uh in a in in the you know how you think you said you can hold it down with the pinky like hold, hold the world down with the pinky or something i don't know i probably said that wrong but yeah so much strength in him in his little hand and even when you cut the hand off the man is still in there i mean he is a fighter for real it's just kind of ironic that during the entire episode what were we talking about how mother was on her pedestal right and how she's become so humbled she has no eyes no powers uh now she's pregnant alone (laughs) she has to depend on others she's not even able to defend her children when they're in danger this episode my have the tables have turned and yet father who has always believed that the children needs to to grow independent that was the word i was looking for earlier is is the one proven right he's the more current nurturer and it's not to say mother didn't have anything to do with that clearly the loss of the children fucked with her mentally a lot but father remained consistent even with that pain of losing their children he took strength from that in a way where she needed to look to higher power he was able to heal himself in the way that tempest said i can heal myself i can be at this low point in my life and feel this way but now that it is gone the moment has passed i can comfort myself i can put myself back together just really like parallels between the some of the children and the parents when they want to be smart but then like i said on a lot of the mystery stuff i don't know if they were even done but that feels very incomplete and then because of that it leaves a lot of missed opportunities with the children to really um not hammer in but hone in on that particular or those particular relationships so you can draw in a bigger audience because this show doesn't have one despite it being renewed for season two but hbo max is a still relatively new platform so of course they're going to be a little bit more um lenient right now and this show doesn't seem like it's very well advanced and some money went into it but it's also one particular location through 90 percent of the episode so it could get much bigger there's definitely more they can show and i think with a season two they probably will you know smooth out some of those rough edges and then marcus is not dead nope not because he's he's uh travis fimmel (laughs) i will say um 
he does make me hate him very well like he's going goffrey jo- joffrey level but oh no you've never watched game of thrones but yeah he's hitting that level of villainry for for me and that only makes watching them fall so much better i don't even want him redeemed even if he redeems himself he's still to me very uh despicable human being but no no i i actually do feel a lot of empathy i know i give him a hard time and he does get the fuck on my nerves uh there are a lot of things i don't like about him and i'll never like about the character but i understand how the character got there and that story does deserve my empathy and then what was the other thing you because you know even when we're in there we like things like milk chicken eggs (laughs) not plasma blood and then um they did ask the question about how did she get pregnant like campion was basically uh maury in that moment (laughs) he was asking 21 questions for real he's like i need to know the whole story and at the end of the day she cannot understand it that's what she's like i can't conceive of how this happened i just know what's happening and then even you know uh mary eventually is saying that that she doesn't understand how it's no one has any idea how this is possible and ain't nobody got a damn ultrasound all she could do you see she had a stethoscope all she could do is say there's something in there and it's moving and it's doing all the things that you would uh relate to the closest thing is to a fetus that's the sad truth of it just because she's an android (laughs) she's also carried six embryos so she she has the capacity to do things that no one has seen done before so they're all in unfamiliar territory so many questions you gonna ask before the answer is simply i don't know you don't know i don't fucking know we don't have the equipment to figure it out so best case scenario you're pregnant with hopefully a baby because what else would it be and I, I will say it would take a huge leap for me to be like um something mystical impregnated you unless you were ready to believe in it being a religious miracle <laughs> and ain't nobody besides well paul is definitely on that board at camp i bet you holly and fucking hunts are probably on that camp too we definitely know how the kids are gonna go their separate ways it's gonna be love but divides um did you uh lastly wanted to touch on oh i think your theory is completely right about one paul he is gonna lose his shit uh i think like i said this is all gonna fall into him being that prophet he's also very smart we notice he's he's much more capable he's building traps um he he's someone who probably could under the metheric rise to a high importance of leadership and then you have um the other part of your theory that whatever is about to happen with mother and them that is not gonna go well not what they expect i I think you're spot on there um and it's gonna it's not gonna be fun this finale for paul or i think mary I don't know what the hell is going to happen with Marcus, but I guess we'll see. Like I said, I am going to vomit bile if he gets some type of superpower because I don't want that. But I would be, I think it would be ironic that he 
uh, sent his son to take her eyes and that would further deteriorate like what are they made of and that would be a cause for some further psychological damage because he thinks he's more soul than the solars <laughs> and i'll leave it there again blackhawkcouch at gmail.com if you want to uh chime in on the finale you can find this podcast on i'm just gonna leave that in you can find this podcast on podbean stitcher itunes spotify wherever else good podcasts can be found my social medias will be below remember to like share subscribe and if you have time run over to itunes rate leave a review thanks come again (laughs) peace hair grease and black girl magic